0: the
1: flood dates hello
0: him. this is reverend eric i'm glad to come to you through this medium as you listen to the word of god today i pray that you will be impacted your life will be transformed and you experience god kingdom blessings and say this is my bible it is the word of god i'll go where it says i can go I will achieve what he says I can achieve. I will be what he says I can be. Slap your chest and say, I am a believer. Come on, do it again, say, I am a believer. I want to invite your hearts and minds to the book of Mark, St. Mark's Gospel. St. Mark's Gospel. Mark, 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 Mark chapter number five. Mark chapter number five. Mark chapter number five. I want to invite your hearts and minds to the verse number 24. Let me read from the verse number 24 maybe. Um, I should wrap it up very quickly. And Jesus went with him. And much people followed him. And thronged him. And I said in man... And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood, 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be made whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him turned about in the presence and said who touched my clothes and his disciples said unto him thou seest the multitude thronging thee and sayest thou who touched me and looked around he looked round about to see her that had done this thing but the woman fearing and trembling knowing what was done in her came and fell down before him and told him all the truth and he said unto her, My girl, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we know the grass will wither, the flower will fade, but your word will abide forever. We pray that in this time that you've given to us, you give us a word that works. Anoint these lips of clay, make it an instrument of a blessing to somebody's life. Speak to me. Speak through me, speak for me, that the excellency of the power be of you, that at the end of the day, your people will be edified and you will be glorified in the name of the one who rules, reigns and has a regency, Christ Jesus, the son of the living God, we have prayed. Amen. I want you to look for somebody and tell them, this is my season. Look for, look for seven people and just tell them this is my season. Look for seven people. Look for seven. I'm counting. Some of you are not neighborly. Look for seven people, but tell the seven people, is that prophet Leonora Sanz? Is that prophet Sanz? Are you kidding me? Bishop Derek? Oh, wow look, look, look at somebody and tell the person this is, my this is my season come on look at another and say this is my season look at another and say this is my season, is my season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah praise the name of the Lord our God praise the name
1: Walker, summer from Sama somehow. Say.
0: I'm going to try to make it brief and minister to you as much as we can. Um, Yesterday, we started something, and um, although I didn't end, I need to continue from where I started from. And the best verse to continue where we ended yesterday is actually Mark's Gospel, chapter number five, because the continuity of the events will obviously, from that, it has to taper or dovetail into Mark, chapter number five. But I... Chose, prayerfully chose the theme that I'm preaching tonight that this is your season you know you can go through many phases in your life but you have to get to a place in your life that you tell yourself no matter what has happened this is my time and there is nothing the devil is going to do about it you have to get to a place like a Jacob who will say until you bless me this is my season and until you bless me I will never let you go I just pray that somebody will come to that place in your life where you will realize that this it's your season the prophetic destiny summit is your season for the divine transformation and you're not going to go any further without experiencing the touch of God because sometimes if you are saying that, they will think that because you just want to say something or make words up. But that is not the case because Professor P. Wembley said something and I quote, he said that transitory human redemptive process only happens when you get to a place when you see that change is no longer voluntary but mandatory. When you get to a place that you know that things don't just happen, but you have to push things into existence. I just came to tell somebody that you have to be tired of the same situation you have been encountering over your life and everything that has been happening around you. You have to come to a place where you tell yourself this is enough. I'm not going to go through this anymore. This is my season for the transformation that God wants for me. This is my season. Look at somebody. Give somebody a nudge and tell the person this is my season. Professor Wembley says that change doesn't happen because you wish it. Change happens because you push it. Change doesn't happen. He said that the transitory human redemptive process only happens when you realize that change is no longer voluntary but mandatory. When you get to a place where you feel that things must happen, things must shift. I have been beating all this. Wow, everybody is giving me a kick. Everybody is looking down. This is my season where that shall never continue. In my city, in my town, in the ministry God has called me into. This is my season to break out and get to the place of glory and prominence. And there is nothing the devil is going to do about it. And the moment you come to that realization... He says that change begins to happen and things begin to fall in line. And I just came sermonically to just prophesy over somebody that no matter the seasons of life you've been through and into, this is your season of the prophetic manifestation. The man of God was talking about the prophetic ecosystem. And you have to realize that it means that there is interconnectivity. And so even if your faith is not there yet, I hold you by your hand and we pull you into a place of prophetic manifestation. Look at somebody and say, he's talking to me. You Look for three people, tell them he's talking to me. I know I have 15 minutes. If you don't help me to preach in 15 minutes, I don't know, then you have to be blamed. But tell somebody, he is talking to me. Actually, such is the story as you just read, but in the book, I love the book of Mark as well. Actually, I love all the books. I love all Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Anytime I read them, it gives me some, it gives me what we call intellectual orgasm. Um, it, it, it makes you happy you, you get to a place where you get excited you know nobody has given you a candy but something sweet is in your mouth you, something beautiful happens to um, a bubble from the inside of you I read it in chapter number 1 Jesus is not introduced as the accounts talk about him that oh like the slow God Jesus is introduced in chapter number 1 as the action oriented God I just came to tell somebody that Jesus will move into action in your life. Um, No, no, this place is weak. Jesus will move into action. Because in the book of St. John, St. Mark's Gospel, chapter number one, the introduction is that of an action-oriented man. In chapter number two, he is being talked about as the one who is able to forgive sins. In chapter number three, then you are introduced to the one who says that the church has to be united because a house divided against itself shall not stand. You get to chapter number four and now Jesus is going through the storm. So in chapter number four, the concluding part is when he said, peace be still. And so chapter number four, Jesus is saying, peace be still, because some things had happened. And in chapter number five, Jesus has now crossed over. The storms had subsided. Everything had been calmed. Jesus has now gone to land. And when Jesus got there, the Bible says that there was a man that was filled with demons. Demons were in him. Legions. Demons. He was possessed. And when Jesus got there, Jesus casted out the devils out of him. I read that test and I got excited because jesus if Jesus has to go through storms just to get you, he's going to do that. No matter what the Lord has to go through just to rescue one, he does that all the time. And I pray that no matter where you find yourself, may God go through everything just to pull you out. I just came to talk to somebody. The Lord is bringing you out from a situation. The Lord is pulling you out and Jesus speaks to this guy and Jesus has healed him the demons have left him they've clothed him anew the guy comes to Jesus and says that Jesus with all the things you've done for me I want to follow you wherever you go and Jesus said no I don't need you in my camp I need you where they rejected you go back to your people because I need you as a walking billboard I need you to be my poster boy I need you to go back and when they see you they will see what I'm able to do Jesus said don't follow me just go back to your people I just came to you to tell you that there are some of you that God is raising as a walking billboard that wherever you go people can look at you and say this is the doing of God and it is marvelous in our sight well the same place they said you ain't gonna make it God is going to raise you and send you back there the same place they rejected you have you not read the stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone God is raising chief cornerstones out of this assembly I hear it in my ears God is raising men God is raising women God is raising people God is raising the anti-militia God is raising you the same place They rejected you. The same place they called him mad. The same place they said he wasn't going to make it. The same place they said that no, this guy has lost. In the same place, why they called him insane? The same place that he wore the tattered clothes. The same place Jesus said, "I need you to go back there so that I will set a table before you in the presence of you." There is somebody under the sound of my voice. God is about to set a table before you, even in the presence. talking about Jesus changing your location because sometimes we believe that we have to change locations to glow. Jesus was saying that no, the same place. I just came to tell somebody before I get into my test, before I hurriedly exit my introduction, I want to let you understand that the same place that you were rejected will be the same place God will elevate you. Uh, The same people that said you weren't okay, there will be the same people that will say that no, God has his hand on that man. The same people that said God hasn't called you. There will be the same people that will say this is an anointed man of God. The same people, the same I said go back to them because I want to make you a walking billboard. I want you, and most of you are the walking billboards for Christ. People see you and they see what God has done. They see you because they knew that people had said it before. That you were going to die prematurely. And they see you walk about. They can tell that God is indeed a preserver of life. God is indeed the protector and the defender. I just came to sermonically pause and prophesy to somebody. That whatever God has said he's going to do in your life. The same place. So, Jesus speaks to this guy and tells him that go back because I need you to publish my goodness to your own people. So, people encounter Christ to be publishers of his goodness. Our transformation makes us transformers. Because after we've had transformation, we have a transformational message. And the message transforms other people. So anybody that comes into contact with God becomes a transformer. Not just transformed. He is transformed to transform other people. But let me bring you back to speed because here is Jesus now being asked to go to a place because a prominent man has a daughter having a problem. Because sometimes we fail to acknowledge that even in the heavens you give honor to whom honor is due. Jesus was going to see the prominent man's daughter and there was a gate crusher. There was somebody who wasn't invited to the party. There was somebody who was not even asked. He was not given an appointment. She said to herself, I've been through so much that I don't want this to be my situation anymore. The Bible says that when she had heard that Jesus was in that neighborhood and many people were thronging him, she said to herself, I want to just speak to you for the next five minutes about this because my timekeeper is beeping. Now watch this, because I need to pray with you. There were many people thronging Jesus. Jesus had contact with many people. But not many people were able to touch him. It means you can be in church and not touch him. It means you can be in a place where he is and never touch him. You can be in an atmosphere where Jesus is present and never touch him. You see, the fact that you come to church doesn't mean you touch him. That they are two different things. You can be around him and yet never touch him. We have a lot of people they are singing but not touching him, preaching but not touching him, prophesying but not touching him, doing things in the house but not touching him. You might be thronging him but not touching him. But read the test, because the Bible says that when the woman had heard, then the woman knew that she had an issue. But at this point in my life, everybody that I've known over the period, they've not been able to help me. You know that you get to a place when you realize that your help is not in the hands of man. don't know if you've gotten there yet you get to a place where you know that at this point in my life no human being can help me if there is anything that i need now i need god at work in my life and i came to prophesy to only a hundred of you that may god visit you in a dimension as never before and may god do only what god does you get to a time in your life when you know that nobody no human being no uncle no friend no friend no friend no uncle no mother no father no brother there's nobody that will be able to do you any good because they might have tried but they might have exceeded their limit because they can't do it anymore and it happens all the time you have people who are trying you have people who have pushed they have given counsel, giving money, and yet you are still where you are, because that is the limitation of human strength and effort. God is just telling you, giving you an indication that where you have gotten to, cast your burdens on me. Where you have gotten to, I'm the only one who can be your headlifter. I'm the only one who can exalt your horns like that of the unicorn. I just want you to understand that there are certain dimensions of our lives that humans can have no influence. The woman had got into the place where she knew that I've done everything. I've seen every physician. I've seen every expert. I've done everything. And when you read the test, man of God, people fail to appreciate uh, that the woman knew that that was a do or die moment, a make or break moment of her life. Because when you read the test and you just see that it's 12 years, you might only think about the definition of the length of a problem, but that's not it scratch that because that's just the surface if you read what it means it had meant the scope of her limitation because the longest time because science had not advanced then the longest period that somebody could live with such a condition was 12 years so the woman knew that at this point if I don't get it There is nothing more that I'm going to do. I've exhausted money, I've exhausted contact. I've exhausted everything. I just need an upper, a stronger hand to touch my life. I just came that may the strong hand of Jesus touch you no matter the condition you find yourself in. May the strong hand of our Lord Jesus visit you and touch you and rescue you out. I read the text and I got excited because when the woman is walking, nobody knew what the woman was battling with because oftentimes your internal issues is what brings you your external problems and a lot of people are able to wear their problems so well beneath the makeup might be tears you have no idea beneath the nice dress and the nice clothing and the beautiful fragrance or the cologne beneath it is some rejection and disappointment somebody is dealing with but i like the test because You read the test and the Bible says that when the woman heard that Jesus was passing, she did three things. And I want to talk about the three things and pray with you. Three things. The Bible says that, please sit, sit, just listen to me. I'm excited about that. The woman did three things, man of God. If you move from after Jesus had gone through the storm and the woman get crushing, the woman knew she had no appointment. But when the woman knew that Jesus was there, the woman said to herself, it means you have to get to a place where you have the skill of talking to yourself. That you know what? I think I've had enough. I've had all these things. And uh, in psychology, say that don't talk to yourself. There is a school of thought that says don't talk to yourself. There is another school of thought that says that you can talk to yourself, but make sure you don't answer. Because if you talk to yourself and you answer the questions you are asking, it means you are getting mad. I don't believe in any of them. I believe that at a point in your life... You have to be able to say things to yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and say that I am the head and not the tail. This is not my destiny. I have had enough of this and this is the last time I'm going to go through that. The woman spoke to herself that I'm also a daughter of Zion. I will not wait for this thing to continue anymore. Most of us are battling things in our family and we have allowed it to continue. You have forgotten that in the mouths of babes and sucklings, the Lord has ordained strength and you shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you that when men are cast down you shall say there is a lifting up and God shall save the humble person and deliver the island of the innocent by the pureness of your hands what you fail to realize is that most of the time God will want you to speak and not be quiet because we fail to realize that our tongues will always tailor our future let me rewind and press play. Your tongue will tailor your future. It is what you say. The woman said to herself, if only I can touch him. She had some positive outlook about what was going on around her life. The woman knew and she was able to speak it. What do you say when you are going through crisis? What do you what? do you say when you are going through crisis the woman said to herself that if I can touch him then I'll be made whole you have to get to a place where you speak to yourself but the woman did not only speak to herself the woman did three things the first one is that the woman talked the second thing the woman did because Pastor Amor is very serious with this time The woman did not only talk, but the woman also touched. There were many people around him, but not everybody touched him. The woman did not only talk. I'm talking about the three T's. The woman talked. The woman touched. You have to get to a place where when you come around the master, you touch him. Don't just come around Jesus. Touch him. read the test and you think that the woman just touched the hem of his garment but scratch that because it is too shallow you see the Word of God is deep enough for you to drive for you to dive in and never hit the bottom but if you are not mindful it will be shallow for you such that even a baby can swim in it and not drown it's the outlook it's not just the out it's not just the hem of a dress or a garment because you have to read and understand the cultural perspective of the people these people were wearing what they call the talit the outer coat the outer coat was put on the dress as a man the outer coat will have little tassels beneath them called the zit, zit. the zit, zit represented the word of God. That was at the hem. And so it means the woman did not just touch a garment, but touch the word. I don't know which word you are touching today, but there is a word that you shall not die, but live to declare the oracle of God. There is a word that you'll be above and not the tail. You'll be the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. There is a word that a thousand shall fall on your left. Ten thousand shall fall on your right. It shall not come. Am I talking to somebody in this house? There is a word for somebody. And the word is that God is going to exalt your heart like that of the unicorn. It depends on what you touch. The woman did not just touch linen or touch cotton but the woman touched a zitzit. Touched a word. Touch something. What are you touching? If you come into a prophetic destiny summit like this what are you touching? What are you touching? The woman did not just wait for something to be said to her. The woman knew that as long as he is walking, whatever I connect with will bring me my transformation. The woman did not wait. The woman just crawled her way into it. It means the woman was not walking but would have touched the shoulder she had to go through legs and squeeze her way into where jesus was if you see that something is pressing and you know that it's only jesus that can do it even if you have to crawl your way to him you have to do it you don't have to wait for an invitation the woman did not wait for an invitation the woman knew that this is my moment of destiny and this is my season of change and i'm going to touch him but not just touch garment touch the word touched the word. She touched the word. She touched the word that by his stripes Touch the word that by his stripes I'm healed. Touch the word that is, no, that is there no balm in Gilead and is there no physician. Touch the word that the chastisement of our peace was upon him. He touched the word that he became poor so that I can be rich. He She touched the word that when Jesus comes into the situation, behold, all things are passed away and everything has been made new. When she touched the word, her life began to experience transformation for when the Lord God turned again in our captivity, we were like them that dream. Then he filled our mouths with laughter and our tongues with singing. Then the people of the world said, Their God has done a great thing for them. I wish I was talking to somebody because I believe that when you touch a word, something begin to happen in your life. This woman touched the word. The Bible says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and data dwell the reed, for he has found it upon the seas and established the." Upon the floods, who shall ascend to the hills and who shall dwell in his holy place? He that is clean, has clean and pure heart, has not lifted up his hands unto vanity, neither as the person sworn deceitfully. Psalm 24 is what I'm quoting to you. Neither as the person sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessings of the Lord and his righteousness from the God of his salvation. Therefore, lift your heads, all ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and let the King of glory enter the ring. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty the Lord who is mighty in battle. That is the word that I came to touch today. May every gate be lifted for you. May every door be opened for you. May every gate Da, 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 da. For yedo, I I feel I feel like touching a word that ye do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. I feel like touching a word this very night that God will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. I feel like touching a word that in this season God is about to lift you up. Greater is He who is in you than He that is in the world I feel like touching a word tonight that God is about to break you out from any obscurity and bring you into his marvelous light for eyes have not seen nor ears heard neither has it ever entered into the heart of a man that things that God a woman did not only talk but a woman also touched and I came sermonically to you Just ask you, what are you touching tonight? Because the woman touched something. The woman touched something. Because the only thing that can get something out of the word is the word. Because sometimes, when you need something from the word, you don't need pictures. You need the word. Because sometimes, you can go around the word and the word will have no word for you. Some people go to Jesus and they say things and Jesus will be quiet. And what do you do when the word has no word? Because sometimes you don't need a word to have a word. You just need the word to be touched by your faith. If you touch him, you will trigger certain things in the spirit realm. But let me just give you the last tea and pray with you. Because the woman did not only talk the woman did not only touch. The woman talked. The woman touched. And the woman took. So she talks. She touches. And she takes. The woman talks. The woman touches. And the woman takes. Because sometimes when you know what God has for you, you don't wait to be given, you take it. You know that God is giving you elevation, you take elevation. You ha- you know what God has for you. You go around him and you take it. May somebody take your miracle, take your elevation. <laughs> Take your establishment. Take that ministry God has given to you. Take that power God is bringing to you. That woman did not only talk. That woman also took what God has for her. May you take what is yours. Take your joy. Take your elevation. Take your peace. Take the exaltation. Take what God is bringing to you. Take it now. Look at somebody and say, I am taking it. Can you look for seven people? Tell them I'm taking it, 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 I, I, I'm taking it, I, I'm taking it, I'm I'm taking it. Look for seven people, tell them I'm I'm taking it. Seven, I'm just counting. Look for seven people, tell them, I am taking it. i am taking it 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 look for 7 people tell them i am i am taking it 7 i am just counting look for 7 people tell them i am taking it i am taking it. The woman. The woman wasn't, wasn't just a talker. The woman was not just somebody who was touchy. But the woman knew
1: that from the time of John the Baptist even until now the kingdom suffered violence and the violence take it. Look at someone and say, I'm taking it. 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 Look at someone and say, I am taking it.
0: Take the joy the devil stole from you. Take the peace the devil stole from you. Take
1: your children the devil stole from you. Take the elevation the devil stole from you. Take the money the devil stole from you. Take the favor the devil stole from you. Take the higher highs the devil stole from you. Look at somebody I'm taking it.
0: get to a place where you don't need things to be handed to you. You go after what you want. You go after what you want. God wants to make you the head. You go after being the head. God wants to make you established. You go after establishment. God wants to give you a great name. You go after that. And until you get it, you
1: don't stop in the way. You take what God
0: Somebody and say, I came to take what is mine. That is the wrong neighbor. Look for seven people, tell them, Neighbor, tonight I'm here to take what is mine. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Look at somebody and say, Tonight I'm here to take what is mine. I'm just here to take what is mine. I came to church today to take what is mine. I am in the sanctuary to take what is mine. I came to church to take what is mine. My marriage they took, I came to take it back. Thank My God. money they took, I came to take it back. Yes. My joy they took, I came to take it back. Yes. My ministry they took, I came to take yes. it back. My establishment they took, I came to take yes. it back. Whatever they took from me, I
1: came to take it Hallelujah! Whoa.
0: I'm not here to just cry over things. I've been giving the preamble that in destiny and in kingdom, things are not given to people. People take things. Life makes room for takers. You think everybody will have Life handed over to them, people go after things and they take it. So, you might meet somebody, and the person says, The person is ruthless. The person has a revelation that taking gives you an advantage because they will not bring it to you. Where you want to go, somebody wants it too, so you take what you want. There are people who want to take their food from your table. So you take it. Those of us who were born in Kumasi compound houses, you know, Kumasi our houses. Before skyscrapers came, we were doing skyscrapers. We were building high, we were building story buildings. And you go to a st- one house, and there are about 500 people living in the house. Yeah, from uncles to aunts to nep- nephews to everybody is there and when when dinner is ready you don't eat you, you will not be given your own sometimes it's a group thing yeah we eat together communal eating you have to learn the mastery of gauging some things <laughs> yeah you, you you have to you have to have that mastery we, we have a way of keeping, if it's fufu, keeping a meat with a thumb, you lock it, you know, you have to know how to lock meat and still keep eating. Because the meat you are eyeing. Another person has this, the eyes set on that one. So if you want it, You don't have negotiations. Because there is no time. You take it. Because if you don't take it, nobody's going to give it to you. The problem we've had as a body is that we are constantly waiting for people to do things for us. We are not takers. That has been the problem of Africa. We are waiting for the West to come in. We are not taking advantage of what God has given to us. You are supposed to be a taker. The woman's issue is important to me. Because immediately the fountain of her blood ceased. But not because Jesus prayed for her. Because she knew that what she wanted could be taken from the Lord. If you get that revelation, it brings you transformation instantly. I know my time is up. Thank you timekeeper. But (laughs) thank you, timekeeper. (laughs) I want you to lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I promised tonight that I was gonna minister to you and pray for almost everybody in this auditorium. I have not changed my mind. I came to minister to you and pray with you, but I want you to lift up your right hand. I want you to talk. I want you to touch and I want you to take. I want the three things to happen at the same time. Look at somebody and tell the person the preacher wants